0: We know that we have a very long life perspective nowadays, but it doesn't mean that we will be fit for longer and that we have, we will live good for longer. So for us, um, it's very important. We wanted actually to launch via tonos also a very positive message in the sense like you can take care of your own body like athletes do uh-huh. because you have really the chance to uh, age Um, in in an optimal way.
1: Hello and welcome to The Augmented Self, the podcast where we explore the intricate world of wearable technology and its incredible impact on health and wellness. I'm your host, Jean-Philippe Biel, on this journey into the fascinating intersection of tech, health, and the human body. Each episode, we plan to delve into thought-provoking discussions with industry professionals, innovators, and thought leaders in the wearable tech space. We'll explore cutting edges announcements, delve into AI applications, examine the efficiency of metrics, and tackle the very important issue of data privacy. We're here not just to learn, but also to foster a community of tech enthusiasts, wellness advocates, and curious minds. So whether this is the first episode for you or your regular listener, we want to hear from you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment on this episode. Your feedback shapes our conversation and this rapidly evolving field. Let's stay connected, let's stay informed, and let's venture together into the world of the augmented self. Now let's dive into today's episode. Our guest today is Mariana Arecchia. Mariana is the founder of Tonus Tech, a startup in the UK. Mariana, welcome.
0: Thank you, Jean-Philippe. I'm really glad to be here. Thanks a lot for inviting me.
1: Maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit for our listeners.
0: Of course. So I am a co-founder of Tonus Tech together with uh, Dimitris and Ahmed, um, I personally, I am more the business uh, uh, element of our team. Um, and uh, we met uh, uh, back in London uh, in 2020 and uh, we were attended a company builder that was dedicated to healthy aging and longevity. And uh, Dimi uh, is more a um, robotics engineer and Ahmed is our doctor. So. We are a mixed team so with uh, mixed background and competencies, but we'll, with uh, one uh, main passion that is uh, healthy aging and longevity, that is uh, really the topic that uh, holds us, um, us together.
1: Right, right, right. C- can you explain why athletic longevity, uh, what it means and why it is important for you?
0: Of course. So we uh, decided to use this, uh, this uh, expression, athletic longevity, because it comes from a very, very good book of uh, Jeff Berkovici, that, um, who is a, um, a journalist, and this book is called Play On. And it's a very interesting book because maybe for the first time uh, a few years ago, it mentioned uh, the um, specific kind of training that especially athletes at the, at the end of their career do in order to compete for longer. So, of course, it's uh, more an expression that uh, is related to professional athletics. But we, we thought it's very, it was a very powerful expression because our idea um, is that everyone must have the opportunity to stay fit for longer because it's about quality of life of everyone. So we know that we live for longer. We know that we have a very long life perspective nowadays, but it doesn't mean that we will be fit for longer and that we, have, we will live good for longer. So for us, um, it's very important. We wanted actually to launch via tonos also a very positive message in the sense like you can take care of your own body like athletes do, uh-huh. because you have really the chance to uh, age um, in 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 an optimal way and uh, really to keep your strength and your agility for longer to to continue to do the things that you like. So that's an expression that we really like. And actually nowadays, um, there are other people, other scientists and physicists that talk, that use similar kind of expressions. So for example, Peter Attia talks about the centenarian uh, decathlon that is another very powerful, uh, two powerful words because it's really about let's uh, set up which kind of goals, uh, what, what kind of things we want to do when we are 100 years old and let's go back in time and understand what we have to do in order to reach those kind of goals and stay as we want to be. So as we, as close as we are nowadays. So that's uh, that's why we we wanted to enrich our communication through these very powerful expressions.
1: What would you say sets you apart from um, other fitness wearables in, in yeah. this market?
0: Um, I think it's the focus on longevity because uh, we actually um, um, in our own lives, so in our own private life, but also back. Uh, uh, when we were in the company builder and we were um, developing the concept of tonos, we tested several kind of wearables, and of course they are all very effective. But it's a bit like they need a kind another layer of uh, analysis uh, on the top of that. Uh, and uh, um, also, it's not only wearables produce data, but it's really about the kind of training program that uh, you associate to the use of wearable and. Currently, um, we have more and more uh, um, personal trainers, uh, um, clinicians that uh, uh, have switched a bit uh, towards uh, suggesting a kind of training that really keeps the body, keeps the energy, the stability, um, and uh, the strength of uh, of the body. So it's it's about slowing uh, uh, down body decline and not so much like performance. So. This is what is very different for us because we have collaborated from the very beginning with uh, um, uh, people um, working in healthcare, so not only medical doctors, but also therapists and any trainer uh, that work on that. And of course, we have seen also how the sports theory has evolved really in the last year. So it's very interesting. And this is where... We mm-hmm. want to build our own um, um, com- competitive uh, competitive value, our own expertise.
1: Mm, that's very interesting. So you, you're you're using AI for movement analysis and coaching, but what you're saying, if I did get this right, is you're not really focused on um, actual performance, but more about um, helping people with the, their body and and how it evolves through time.
0: Exactly. It's just an evolution of the concept of performance because in our case, even reaching a perfect stability is performance. So it's just another way to intend performance because we actually work with with, and we have worked with um, um, the sports facilities and people that, for example, do strength training and uh, or CrossFit. But it's a bit different in the sense that there Um, You also have the risk of developing injuries uh, because sometimes training doesn't really consider um, your body and uh, your injury risk, let's say like that. So we look at some indexes, so some specific movement uh, metrics that help us to understand what is the best training for each kind of body and to help them to avoid injuries in the long term. So to keep them um, as stable as possible, people as stable as possible. So that's um, that's what where we we see the difference, honestly. Because regarding the technology, you know, we also um, have we have our own we have developed our own hardware, but we have also used and we still use some um, widely used hardware. Just of course also to te- to, to to test um, our tech under other technology, take inspiration. So we, don't, we are not really inventing something new. We are just using the sensory technologies that is there out there nowadays, but analyzing the data in another way. And uh, of course, making everything as soon as possible usable and a bit cheaper than uh, uh, other systems that are, uh, are used in um, clinic environment and academia, for example
1: you talked about cheaper and then, then you talked about your of results compared comparing the results that on your website you talk about how your results are comparable to an expensive lab setup how yeah. does that how does that work how do you yeah. do this comparison how was that validated
0: Of course so we uh, did our product test in the biomechanics lab of the University of Newcastle uh, we actually w- um, were granted Um, with the Innovate UK grant uh, um, in the field of healthy ageing. And uh, that was really useful because it gave us the possibility to work with the researchers of the um, University of Newcastle and uh, with the National Centre for Innovation in Ageing. And uh, uh, while we were developing the product uh, uh, together and, um, and the service around the product, We really thought that nowadays it's very important that we don't measure only um, the activity that people do indoor, but in order to have uh, data uh, that are um, collected in a continuous way, what we call in horizontal way. So in a longer period of time, it's also important that we have um, a system that recognizes and classifies the movements also outside. So this is why uh, we decided to start from a sensoric system and not, for example, from uh, video uh, video recognition, uh, movement recognition. But what right. we did is that uh, uh, in the university, we had that kind of environment. So we had also camera data. We collected both the data with our system and the camera data, and we compared the quality of the results. And we iterated on that. So we can say that nowadays we have a system that has comparable results this doesn't mean that we will we will not offer one day for example also camera data because honestly working with different kind of organizations we have already noticed that there are different kind of requirements and uh, different kind of setup so we have started with uh, developing our algorithms and data analysis on our wearable system but we can also move now Now that we have the uh, machine learning algorithms and the software, we can also apply that, for example, to other sources of data. So that's for sure. But results are comparable. Yeah.
1: And, and we, we we both know where, you know, you're thinking about camera data, and that's a, a topic in mind as well. I mean, we both know um, the limitations mm-hmm. or um, talking about smaller units of cameras. Compared to an actual lab setup and the uh, costs that are involved in, absolutely, in the proper lab setup ab- and the absolutely. limitation of being in front of the camera with good lighting, with proper connections,
0: absolutely, and um,
1: that technology will advance, though it will it will come closer to us, and then one day maybe we can indeed have it in the phone or in the tablet, or uh, th- that's
0: uh, exactly and, and, and
1: actually deliver those sorts of benefits. That,
0: that's exactly what we think. So we we actually think that uh, when the technology will be there we can also decide to offer this kind of solutions, especially when we talk about gym environment. So fitness classes, for example, personal training inside. But currently, uh, we have decided this, that this is the best solution for the time being.
1: Mm. Very good. Now, bringing you on to AI and, and AI coaching oh. and machine learning. I mean, what kind of machine learning or what kind of AI are you running? And um, how's that you you, you talk on your website about this personalization by experts, is this reinforced learning filters, or how's that working?
0: Of course. So first of all, uh, what we have done in the, uh, in AI is that we have worked on some algorithms that are currently used. Uh, in the field of biomechanics, so we have worked with uh, biomechanic experts because um, we have also came across several uh, options, <laughs> but uh, we had uh, first, uh, first of all, a kind of time and money constraint, uh, and also we had uh, um, a, a kind of constraint in terms of constraint in because terms AI of is the number very of
1: expensive to train, right?
0: Correct. So we uh, we had trials. So as I said uh, in the lab, but also outside the lab but we had a limited number of people. So we couldn't test, for example, the system with 250 people at the time. So we had to build our baseline, considering the possibilities that we had, and that's what we reached. What we did is that we had, uh, so we, we collected uh, um, basically this data and with our algorithms, we came up with what, is, uh, what we call a motion score. So that is quite important for us because it's not only um, we don't want only to provide people and their trainers detailed information on, for example, range of motion or uh, mechanical muscle activities. But it's very important to have some kind of comprehensive measures that help people to, for example, compare with people on the same age or in the same condition. And uh, this is exactly what we wanted to do. And also, I mean, not, it's not only in terms of com- comparing uh, opportunities, but we wanted also to simplify the measurements because um, not everyone is an expert in biomechanics and uh, data have to be really synthesized in a way that could be used in different uh, kind of environments. So uh, this was, um, its we have done a lot of efforts. So, somehow we have done a kind of parallel effort from the user experience point of view and on the back, you know, from the algorithm point of views, trying to find a compromise that uh, um, would be uh, a, a, some kind of clear measurements and clear action, um, actionable insights, because we also wanted to have a score that is not just there to indicate if a person is better or or worse than someone else, but it generates some kind of tips to help people to reach their goals. So, for example, one of uh, our important uh, thing, what we call AI coach, is basically a series of exercises, so exercise programs, a uh, program that we can tailor for each kind of body. And for that, we have um, we have the huge help from um, of um, uh, we have um, to our advisors that are professional trainers with a specific uh, expertise in training of people 50 plus and um, let's say athletic longevity science and that has been very important because these people um, have basically looked at uh, uh, the recording of our data and in particular of the avatar that we have and they have scored those data really scored manually in order then to help us to create the algorithms so we have um we have done a, a long job, so a kind of a very intensive job with them in order to come up with this uh, motion score. And of course the next uh, um, the next step um, th- thanks no, for for uh, next step for us is to have a kind of explainable AI in the sense of having improved the accuracy, have a consistency in the data. So this is uh, why we are uh, searching for, more uh, pilots. So we are currently really in the phase of searching for further pilot customers in different kind of context, because we also need different clusters of people. So people with and without medical condition, people in different different age brackets, in order to uh, have a bit of kind of data stability across all these variables. And, and, of course, also limiting the amount of variables that we can have because we do it incrementally. So we build our software incrementally.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you touched on something that's very sensitive too as well. This this manual annotation, you know, we work on a similar <laughs> field. And, um, The uh, movement is such a thing, you know, yet you can have, um, you know, joint angles and all sorts of data metrics about the quantitative aspects of movement, but... The qualitative aspects of movements are equally important, and and um, that's where that's where the annotation by an expert is is making making a whole difference. I, I want to bring you uh, a bit further onto that digital twin avatar that you were talking about. Yeah. You're using that to to visualize key movement metrics, right? So how does that help? Um, uh, you yeah. know How does that visualization help users in their in their fitness journey?
0: This helps uh, um, not only the final users, but uh, as we have done when, we were, when uh, we were scoring the movement, it helps firstly uh, the professional, so the expert, because honestly, let's say one thing. So of course, experts are used to see body moving and to uh, judge if a movement is uh, executed in the right way or in the wrong way, but they don't have all the elements to understand if people uh, have some uh, joint problems and if it's a persistent joint problem and uh, um, they need a kind of further support, further help to be sure about their analysis. So um, we have chosen, so when when we started, we have chosen uh, exercises that usually belong to a functional movement assessment test that helped us a lot because we have then created an avatar that uh, uh, helped professionals Really, to see, to judge movement, to ex- in particular to look at movement through different repetitions. That is another thing we needed for our AI mo- um, model. So, several repetitions of the same movements across a certain um, uh, amount of time. So, in uh, in more sessions, and this re- and the avatar really helped them actually to have a further and in depth look on how people were moving, uh, if they were improving, uh, or getting worse and uh, so it's uh, this is one of the primary use regarding the final user when we tested the, the avatar what we noticed uh, is that uh, first of all for the proprio session uh, in in terms of proprio session is very very important for people to have a reference while they do the exercise because currently of course they look at their um, at their trainer but it's, a, it's really a kind of uh, revealing experience, looking themselves mirrored and really seeing, okay, I'm moving and this is what I'm doing. And having the the trainer, that say, look at this, look at that part, look at that. And uh, we can also have the possibility, for example, to focus on a specific area of the body. So that was also quite interesting. So helping people even more on focusing and concentrated on the movement, for example, of their knee and or their ankle movements. And uh, um, one other thing is people can watch the repetition of the movement after the execution, so can watch the recording. This is also quite interesting. I mean, of course, it's something that currently just professionals do. But I think when, especially when it means uh, we, we we come to rehabilitation and therapy, I think it's not bad. It's not bad actually to watch repetitions because people can see, can notice uh, um, for example if there are some uh, problems uh, during the exercise can see uh, when they feel pain how they move this is another thing because we have also actually included a pain score in our in our application it's quite important because we compare the the pain feeling with how people move so it's a, it's a kind of important really revealing experience for them I mean it has been for me myself because um, I'm I'm not uh, aware so much about how I move. So I'm not used and uh, it's just, uh, I've started personal training just two years ago. And uh, I'm learning, I'm really learning to understand a bit better how my body and which are also the limits of my body. So mm, we have, um, we wanted to give as many feedbacks as possible. Uh, of course, one other uh, currently the avatar um, is the, the easiest thing for us to develop because some software give also so some biome- um, biomechanics software give us also the possibility of producing an avatar but uh, uh, we have also worked on the possibility of using haptic feedback so to give also haptic feedback to the people because one thing we noticed that not every brain also work in the same way. So there are people who want, don't want visual inputs. That's that's also quite important. Uh, so there are some people that, for example, are more sensitive to be touched. So for example, by the trainer and uh, optic feedback is also kind of part of po- new powerful feature of um, um, wearables of the future. So this is another thing also that we focus our attention on, but maybe we d- will not integrate at first in um, in our system because it requires a very good design of the garment and of course maybe i mean you know very very well jean philippe all the complications that smart uh, garments have and so we are somehow trying to limit uh, the complexity as much as possible
1: of course just, uh, just a few things um you you talked about how the people were looking at their avatar and then all of these, though, were in the frame of a research in in a lab. Am I correct?
0: No, we did also. We collaborated actually with uh, a fitness facility uh, that is called Strong for Life. Okay. Uh, that is quite important because I was uh, going to
1: come to that. Yeah, yeah very because
0: good. Um, um, the lab is not enough. So of course, a lab is a lab, uh, and uh, um, there is one thing: people in the lab come but uh, um, they don't come with, their, th- with the background of their routine. So we wanted to have a further test in a place where uh, people are used to come, they trust their, their, their trainers, they have a certain exercise program. So it was very important for us, but also, of course, from a TRL, so technology readiness level point of view, we needed to test the system in a relative environment. So we did this. But then you, uh,
1: uh, you brought the lab to the gym.
0: Correct. We brought lab to the gym. Of course, we simplified again. We simplified the system that was very important because we are coming more and more to a system that is can be used independently from us. So it's not uh, a research uh, uh, set or pilot set, but it's a real wearable that people can just wear and, and generates data. So we simplified the system. We went, uh, we, we spent some time. Uh, we actually got also support by a European uh, uh, grant that is called the DIH um, DIH Robotics in Healthcare. Super important because we had also the support of the Danish Technology Institute. Again, um, we collaborated already with them, um, with uh, Odense Robotics. And that helps because also that gym was already used to use technologies uh, um, for the sake of the analysis of fitness longevity. So they had some other tests already. So also the trainers were aware. So it was a very interesting set for a pilot because we didn't have to train uh, the trainers so much so people so especially the the manager Ole was super engaged already so he was actually co-designing with us the 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 new system so the upgraded system we used and the results he wanted to obtain the exercise programs and we conducted the test, so now we have the results and we are still working on the data generated, uh, actually. And uh, we will uh, um, go then this summer um, to other facilities uh, from this summer on, so to have further tests. So we really need those until the end of the year to consolidate the, the system. Yeah.
1: So th- there, there are there are several markets, right? I mean, you're talking about gym, you know, connected fitness companies. Now, yeah, we talked about rehab, earlier on as well. So I imagine there, there are very um, uh, much a target as well. Um, academia, senior living. Um, how do you tailor your solutions to these very mm-hmm. markets?
0: in several ways so uh, let's start from the message so the communication the message and uh, the goal um, that we can obtain via our solution in this different kind of environments are different so we are even training adapting the message because we are understanding which are their requirements and this help also us to create a solution that for example in some cases announces uh, their compliance. So if you will offer specific training programs and people have so and their insurance pay for that, they ex- expect a certain kind of return on that investment. So compliance is very important. or another part is motivation. So com- some companies want to use such a system because it helps really members to stick to the program, to stay there, to, um, uh, let's say, reinforce their trust in the organization. So this is also something different. And we have, for example, senior living where actually um, it's quite interesting because there are the senior living facilities that we are um, contacting. These are very new. So in the sense that they test new kind of uh, fitness programs uh, uh, and um, it's quite important there really also to launch that kind of innovation. So age tech message. One other thing is that, of course, uh, not every, every facility, not every organization wants to measure the same things. So, for example, the more clinic we go and the more they want really specific measurements, but very, very, very precise and collected in a long period of time. So uh, fitness uh, training facilities, they want a bi- wider range of metrics also, Because in some cases, they want to get this data from different kind of sports, different kind of training uh, modalities. And uh, instead, when we we go to rehabilitation, it's maybe a focus on a certain area or on certain very, very precise, for example, data related to the range of motion. So they are very selective. And so also in that case, we are adapting the software and, uh, and the level of detail of um, what we can collect. Last thing that we are adapting is the business model, because again, f- f- fitness facilities usually are not ready to pay a huge subscription for this kind of systems. So there it's, uh, we are trying to create a kind of basic subscription where they get, for example, um, a few amount of systems that they, they receive, they, they buy with the subscription, and then they can provide to the, to the customers. So they use the same system in different sessions, but people can, for example, buy their own leggings and just then attach the, the sensor so in the pockets. And uh, um, instead, for example, when we talk about uh, clinical facilities, then the amount of, um, let's say, uh, software feature, application features, uh, data hosting is completely different and then for example the subscription uh, uh, could be a bit more uh, uh, cost intensive so and so we are trying to adapt so one important thing now is we want it at least to classify these three buckets of three markets and uh, verify uh, the modalities so or the possibility of working with them and um, of course uh, when uh, um, i mean our our goal is also to go more and more from wellness and fitness to healthcare so I think the trajectory will be that. And uh, senior living will be one of the next Excellent. pilots for sure.
1: Excellent. I, I want to bring you on to a topic that yeah. is I, a little bit of my hobby topic. Um, uh, you're collecting data from, from these people and you're training in AI, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, you know, how secure is this and what are your views on the data privacy of the health and fitness data? Obviously, it's extremely sensitive.
0: Of course. So first of all, uh, um, so the algorithms are created on anonymized data. So what I mean is in particular, when we talk about the motion score, so how we create the motion score is based on anonymized data. So people, uh, so in the sense that we, uh, usually you do, you, you don't uh, indicate the, the name of a person. So you, it for us, people are co- codes <laughs> and for the facilities, people are names. So, of course, uh, they don't. we don't save those kind of um, uh, very personal uh, data. This is something that I know very well because I... But I have, somewhere there's uh, yeah. a
1: database with the code and a name or...
0: Exactly. So there is, of course, we host the data on, on the cloud, but then, of course, this, they get associated from the client side to the name, and so they get the dashboard, and this is uh, this is quite important. So we don't store anything that is personal, but of course we need to store the data for our algorithms, but completely anonymized. Um, as I said, usually because I I come from um, from automotive, where the topic about data privacy is very very important. So I've been long trained <laughs> um, in uh, this kind of uh, data anonymization, also for large scale of data, and uh, dealt a lot with. Uh, um, Legal departments, but in different countries, because of course uh, it is not only GDPR in Europe. So different legislations. So that uh, that is for sure. And then of course also the preference of where the the data are hosted. So where so um, where is the, um, the, the, the 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 cloud solution located? So that's also all very important. Honestly, we are so so at the uh, we are at the very beginning. But what, maybe one important thing is that. Two of our investors are in cybersecurity. Uh, they have helped ah, us so much. Very good. I, I, yeah, they are. They are um, the two investors actually um, with uh, a very good experience. From one side, on data infrastructure, so to help us to understand which is the best system to purchase and how to create the architecture mm-hmm. around the data that we store, but also on all cybersecurity issues. And so they are um, they are on our back really to support in uh, in our decision because of, as I said maybe we have some experience Excellent. but we need uh, some kind of guarantee and uh, in some cases also the the solution of the companies that where they work for are also quite um, important for us <laughs> uh, for the integrated in our product yeah
1: yeah okay yeah, 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 very good i, I want to zoom out a little bit and obviously we're in a really fast changing pace in the in this field so with all these advancements and we recently seen big moves in ai and wearable tech there's a lot of more hard work and then smaller more nimble yeah. more patches and things that are coming um what sort of transformation and disruptions do you anticipate for mm-hmm. the world of health and fitness rehabilitation and longevity
0: Yes. So uh, two two different things. Um, So from one side, uh, um, we have worked a lot with hardware. So especially so now, as I I was mentioning, we are kind of we are in a kind of uh, trajectory towards a simplification of our system. But at the beginning, we tested a lot. So one of our aim is uh, um, one day to integrate all the sensor technologies inside uh, the garment. So um, we had uh, uh, the opportunity to collaborate Uh, together with uh, a company that is called Conductive Transfer so um, to basically embed all the electronics uh, inside textile and um, with the Smart Textile Alliance that is an organization uh, that helped us to find the right tech in order to create a kind of um, wireless uh, system uh, uh, sorry, a wired system sorry, the wireless is what we have now we are bringing now to our clients, but let's say a a wire system. So in the sense that our uh, prototypes, so the prototype that we tested in Newcastle, for example, um, had everything connected. So all the sensors were connected. There was just one hub for the battery um, and the main uh, uh, PCB, but basically we had uh, um, all the sensors distributed and connected. And uh, we also um, did several different kinds of tests of conductive ink, and, and uh, let's say alternative technology uh, more or less sustainable at the Danish Technology Institute. So we have those prototypes. What we found out is that this is something that needs still still needs to be developed further in particular. I really uh, foresee that it will be all easier once when the value chain of all the components uh, that we use um, from uh, assembling to serious manufacturing Aligns itself because currently it's very, very hard. So, in the, the numbers don't align, uh, the, the, the business case is hardcore. It, it's difficult to do what we intend to do, especially if you use more sensors. So, if you don't use only one type of sensors, distributed sensors. So, this is one thing, it's very important. We also tested, uh, according to our very initial proposition, we actually tested artificial muscles because. Now, one thing that I really, really foresee is the possibility to integrate in textile um, active and um, passive actuators. So what, what what I mean, when I mean act, um, actuators, I, uh, when I say actuator, I mean really um, a structure that can support a little bit movements so or facilitate stretch. Exactly. So um, let's say, yeah, exactly. So stretching uh, or expanding systems That can support a little bit the movement Uh, and uh, regarding so similar technology we actually integrated and we have um, a patent also for the use of stretch sensor assembled to our system and this is mainly for the muscle activity so this is so i see that there are let's say in general i summarize there are some technologies that are proper of uh, new smart textiles and there are technologies that come from robotics that could really be assembled in the wearable of the future one day. So I, I see that it's coming in few years, but we have to bear with it. We have really to persevere and we will get there. This is one thing. The other thing, and I think you you will, we will agree with me Jean-Philippe, it's very difficult nowadays to have single systems. So we, we were talking about uh, patches, for example, there are several in super interesting technologies Uh, related to, for example, uh, glucose monitoring, and these are uh, super super integrable. So it it would be very interesting if we could integrate them in our system, because I think there should be an interface between wearables. So according to the use case, so if you are working, for example, in, um, in, uh, in an environment for people affected by diabetes, for example, or people after stroke that maybe have Um, difficulties in moving so you should use several uh, uh, kind of sensors and uh, let's say customize this kind of sensor solution according to the use case this is what i wished for the future and and of course you are in web 3 so any other let's say collateral uh, um, system that help people to have more security on their data help people actually to get incentivized with the movement uh, even a Web3 in healthcare that doesn't exist so much nowadays. So we really, we would, we wish to collaborate with more companies because no company of wearable nowadays would exist alone by itself or even companies working in AI and fitness. It will be not impossible, not, not possible to continue like that. So I really wish more and more to strengthen this kind of collaboration even uh, so, um, both for a commercial solution but also in research, honestly. Yeah,
1: that's great, that's great, totally aligned with that in my head. Um, I guess we're, we're getting to the end of, of this podcast. I, I just want to ask you where you are, um, and where Tony's tech is in, in terms of commercial readiness. Are yes. there any? Milestones of future projects that you're particularly excited about
0: Yes, so um, until the end of the year, uh, we will complete at least other two uh, projects with companies, as I said, one it uh, uh, will be for sure in senior living. There are very interesting perspective there. We want to understand the environment more, we want to understand these new solutions, uh, and uh, uh, we would like to collaborate with uh, the smart experts that are currently um, uh, participating in in those projects. So yes, this for sure. And um, of course, also, um, um, how I said, um, maybe at at least one test uh, that is more um, in a clinic. So in collaboration with the clinic for a specific use case, because currently we are investigating mobility in general. So we really would like customize, tailor our solution, tester to, to tailor our solution for specific use case, just to test this. So this, uh, at least this other two pilots will come. This uh, is our plan until the end of the year. And uh, uh, the idea is to get at the beginning of the year, um, the system ready to be shipped or at least for the first, uh, let's say, basic subscriptions that we will offer. So our basic software solution, our basic hardware solution, and to start uh, um, revenues because uh, as you know, uh, you know very well that the investment environment is quite hard at the moment and uh, um, we really need to bring more evidences to to show the validity of the product, to show that we have a market. So it's quite important for us to accelerate just the last (laughs) part of our development, really the last milestones. So more the um, I, uh, further iteration of the ML model, uh, further iteration, further iteration on the hardware to have this uh, leggings ready to be shipped, or in alternative some kind of striped sensor solution that are w- very easy to wear, and then of course complete the at least the f- the, um, the, the 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 first uh, side of the interface uh, uh, with the the first milestone of the AI coach. So. Uh, this is what we are really <laughs> working hard to do, uh, from pilot to pilot, to from uh, uh, grant to grant, uh, and uh, in a continuous collaboration with our uh, internal and external collaborator. Because we have also um, several supporters that are really helping us to build this product. So hopefully,
1: <laughs> That's it will very come. Exciting.
0: We will
1: do it. <laughs> it will come. It will come. <laughs> I I I can I can feel the passion. It's very exciting, yeah. you know. Mariana. It's been such a pleasure learning about Thank Tony you. Steak today. I I'm I'm really really glad. Any last thoughts, or word of wisdom, or anything you would like to share with our listeners?
0: Um, come come to me. If you have a feedback or a question regarding what I do and uh, I would really love one day to collaborate
1: Definitely. with you
0: and Symbion IQ because I, I think that Thank you. Uh, we Thank have you. so much uh, touch there, points as we said that uh, we should, we, many. There's... It, we, we, we will be powerful together. <laughs>
1: The reason that we, we are aligned exactly. in many things, don't worry, there, there's some sort of <laughs> karma happening there. Um, well, thank you so much, and Cute. um, you take care. I wish you the best for Tony Steg, and uh, well, well, we'll be in touch anyway. And uh, uh, then, thank you to our listeners, you.
0: thank you so much, and thank you to our bye listeners. Bye bye
1: don't forget to like subscribe and leave a comment on this episode your feedback shapes our conversation and this rapidly evolving field let's stay connected let's stay informed and let's venture together into the world of the connected cell